Hey sister, how's it going? I'm super excited because today I am bringing you a very needed message and also totally humbling myself about something that I was completely failing at as a mother, which is letting my kids have way too much screen time. Uh, whether that be TV, learning apps, YouTube here or there, movies, and then validating that by telling myself, oh, but if it's a learning app, it doesn't count, right? It counts. It sure does. And this started kind of to happen over the last year. And the bigger that my business got, the more I thought I needed technology to help me find time and space in my day. And really, when I dug in and really wanted to search and inventory my own heart about the way I was raising my babies, I knew there was a big problem. And that on the worst days at four plus hours a day of technology, I cringe telling you that because it's embarrassing. And I have no idea if that makes you like gasp and be like, oh my gosh, she's a horrible mother. Or if you're like, that's it. But whatever, right? Because I'm willing to be vulnerable about this with you. And I'm willing to walk this journey of how can we be better with you? And I'm willing to share the crap that I suck at with you. And so this was one of them. But guess what? There is great news. The news is that in the course of like 10 days, oh my gosh, I've been able to completely 180 my kids' hearts, the way that they are interacting with each other, the way they're behaving, their listening skills, the quietness and peace of my home. And I've actually gotten more work done and all of this with less than one hour of screen time at all per day. Interesting, right? Curious? Let's get it. Welcome back to the Mompreneur Mastermind Show, where we choose to run insanely successful passive income businesses that light us up while consuming iced coffee, braless and flawless, and maybe breaking it down to some gangster rap while our kids aren't looking. <laughs> did we just become best friends? Yes, yes we did. Hey, I'm Stephanie Gass, six-figure corporate exec turned top 1% network marketer turned podcaster. I believe when we let God light our path, we experience true miracles. Welcome, sister. Let's get pumped up for today's show. Okay, so roughly two weeks ago, actually, <laughs> let's rewind. I'm going to say for the past six months, every time I hand my kids the iPad, turn on a movie, I felt weird about it. I felt weird. I felt like, ugh, this doesn't really feel right. This feels like they watch too much TV. They watch too, and I kept blaming my kids. Like, you've, ha you've had too much TV today. No. And then late an hour later, they're bugging me or I need to do laundry or I have something I need to prepare for. And I'd hand them the iPad. Like I was blaming my kids, my job, my circumstance, and then making excuses for why it was okay for me to overcompensate with technology. And so about, I don't know, a couple of months ago, I'm like, something was really off. I started to pray. I'm like, God, you know, something off here. I'm feeling guilty about this. And if you feel guilt, if you heard my guilt episode way at the beginning of this podcast, my number one advice for you and for me was to inventory that guilt. Is this real? 
is this really something to feel guilty about because I'm doing something that doesn't align with my heart or with God? And when I did that inventory work, the answer was yes. (laughs) I was letting my kids, not letting, I was literally providing too much screen time and technology for my children for my own benefit. So I thought, absolutely not the type of mother I want to be. Absolutely not the type of generational change I want to create. Absolutely not the type of kid that needs constant stimulation, that needs to learn something from a screen instead of doing something with his own hands without utilizing his own creativity. I was having issues with their listening and I knew it was because I was handing them technology. And and if technology is bad for me, and I know that, and I have to literally delete the apps on the weekend, what about a little human, my two humans, one is six and one is three, that like I am creating an addiction at a young age, I am responsible for the things that they put into their mind. Me, they don't know any better. Holy smokes, the weight of it came crashing down on me. And instead of looking at it through a lens of fear, and thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I've ruined them and I've failed. And I mean, there were days where I'd let them have, throughout the course of the day, let's say four hours of technology. They'd wake up, they'd grab the iPad, they'd watch breakfast. They wasn't, they weren't even thinking about when they were using technology. It was like a, a re, just a given. And then if I'd have a client, I'd let my younger, uh, my older son watch an hour while I did my client because on Wednesday he gets home early. And in the evenings, they would play switch with daddy. Like that adds up over time. But, but I came to the verse, 2 Timothy 1.7. For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and (laughs) self-control. Won't he do it? Well, you do it when you come to a scripture that just answers all your problems. Self-control. Okay, cool. So I've got to fix this behavior. I'm not going to be fearful of this. I can change this. I can change this. And I can create a new reality for them and for me. And I know that if God has brought this to my attention and I am feeling unrest in my heart, that he will also give me the solutions, that he will also not take away from my mission to serve all of you and to be here on this podcast and teach and train and mentor and to work with clients, God's going to show up for that. And I know that technology is not the answer. So I made the choice. It was roughly 10 days ago now to completely get rid of technology, either zero technology a day, but I was willing to do one hour. Why one hour? Because I don't think technology is bad. I just think that it needs to be in moderation, just like I don't think cookies are bad, but I do think it takes self-control just like that verse. And it takes mindfulness and that if you're enjoying the cookie, right? Truly enjoy it. Savor every bite. Pick the cookie that looks the best. Like, do you want the snickerdoodle or do you want the chocolate chip double nut chunk mm, 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 with hazelnut spread? What do you want? And then you enjoy it. That's how I wanted them to look at technology. Hey, if you only get an hour, aren't you going to be really mindful about what you choose? Aren't you going to really enjoy it? 
Aren't you going to really learn from it? That's what I wanted. That's the experience I wanted them to have. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying once you have an oversaturation of something, it becomes a crutch. It becomes an addiction. It becomes not a learning tool, but a distraction tool. And if we know, based on the research that I heard from HPX Live on the last episode, that scrolling, scrolling, constant uh, scrolling and, and stimulation of the brain from something like social media or something like YouTube where they're constantly clicking, you are actually disengaging your mind. You are actually becoming dumber by the second, which is terrifying for our youth. It's terrifying for us, but mamas, that is terrifying for our youth because our babies, their brains are still growing and we are in charge of that. So I did not want to be the reason that my baby's brains are being disengaged on a daily basis for hours at a time. Heck no, I'm done with it. And here's the thing about me. I am not perfect. I am so far from perfect. But when I discover something that I can improve on, when I feel unrest in my heart about something and I turn to God and he confirms that that unrest is real, that that guilt is real, that that behavior needs to change, I'm going to change it. I'm going to be the first person to raise my hand, maybe the second person sometimes, but I'm going to, I'm going to raise my hand and I'm going to say, I'm done. I'm changing the behavior, just like why I delete social media, okay? I'm changing the behavior, just like why I choose to not show up on Instagram stories every single day of the week, like everybody else tells you, like, etc. Because I dare to be different, to have a life of meaning. I dare to be different, to raise my kids to be kingdom soldiers for Jesus. I am choosing to make a change and to say when I am doing something that can be different, that can be improved. And here was one very blatant thing. So what did I do? I went cold turkey, y'all. I wasn't like, okay, guys, we are going to scale back on technology and like maybe one day a week. No, it was like, it was like, we're doing this. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. And so here's what happened. My husband was hunting and I was like, this is a perfect time to do it because it's just me with the kids. It should be easy. So I started on school days because school days, they're busy anyway. They're at school. They are having fun. And of course, weekends are harder because they're home. Everybody's home. So I decided we'll start on a weekday. So we started on the weekday. It was like a Tuesday or Wednesday. And I just told them, I sat them down. I said, hey guys, listen, technology, too much technology can hurt your brain and it makes us tired and it also hurts our eyes and too much technology can make us, can hurt the way that we listen and the way that we care for each other. So mama has made a choice, you know, mama and dada have made a choice and my, and my husband wasn't even in on this. I was like a crazy person. I was like, I'm done. Like it was like this realization that hit me like upside the head. And once I made the choice, I'm like, I'm doing this. And he was hunting. So I couldn't even tell him about it. He gets home. He's like, what's happened? It's so different over here. I'm like, yeah, I got rid of technology. He was like, what? But he loved it. He was all on board with me. Grateful, grateful that he is very open (laughs) to whatever crazy ideas that I have. Anyways, 
so I had this conversation with them and they were kind of looking at me like, oh, yeah, okay. Because I feel like with our kids, if we can frame things in a way that makes it about their surroundings, we make it about them. Because as my friend Ashton Foes always says, kids are egocentric. And so if we can make it about our, our children's world, they can internalize it better. Versus me saying to them, hey guys, we're not going to do technology. You can't watch movies or play your iPad anymore. Okay? Like, how do you think that would be received? Example, hey mamas, listen, we can't eat the whole bag of cookies anymore. <laughs> Because when we eat the whole bag of cookies, it's not good for our hearts. It's not good for our cholesterol. We have a bit too much of this type of fat, which can in turn be bad for our health. Also, cookies don't taste as good when we have so many cookies. So we're going to go down to one cookie a day. But in that cookie, mama, you can have any flavor. You can have any type of cookie. It doesn't matter the ingredient and you can savor that cookie. You can eat it as slow or as fast as you want. You can eat it in the bath. You can eat it outside. You can eat it wherever you want. And the mamas are like, yes, I can have a cookie. So same thing with the kids, right? So if we can explain things in a way to them that they can internalize, it makes it easier to transition. So my kids were like, oh, okay. Like I had zero, zero issues, zero resistance. The only thing was for about 24 hours, they were naturally going to the iPad because before I didn't even have any rules like ask mama to use the iPad. They would just grab it and use it. In my defense, in my defense, I didn't have YouTube app or anything like that. They only had their learning apps, but it still, it was too much. It was too much. Okay. So they were like, okay, so we, we went through that transition. Well, Here's what happened. Over the course of about three days, I noticed this crazy shift. They didn't even think about technology anymore. In three days, ladies, they didn't ask. They didn't notice the TV. They didn't notice the iPad. It was sitting in the same spot. They didn't go for it. And I would kindly remind them, oh, hey, sweetie, remember, we're only doing technology for an hour. And I'll tell you how that hour fit in in a minute. But they were first... Just different kids. They were slower. The pace felt slower. It felt more authentic. It felt more peaceful. They were playing together more intently. They were being more inventive. My younger son would grab the Play-Doh and instead of playing with it for 10 minutes and running to the iPad, he played with it for an hour and a half because there was no alternative. My older son, instead of running to the iPad, which of course he's six guys, like duh, you know, he was grabbing the Imaginext, the, he has these like, um, cities that he builds with his guys and they jump and they play and they fight. And he hadn't played with that in forever. And he played with that for an hour and he brought his brother into it and they were playing like, oh my God, I could cry. It was like magic. And then the behavior in three days, they were listening I was listening better. I was more at peace. They were more at peace. Everybody was jiving. And then there is another level of magic when the hour takes place. So after three days, I knew this was for me. I knew I made the right choice. I was praising God for gifting me the awareness of my own actions. 
and praising God for, for, hey, thank you for showing me that this was a problem in our lives. Thank you, God, because everything is so different already. It's amazing. If you guys ever need this one, Psalm 55, 22, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. Cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. I was so afraid of this. But if I get rid of technology, I won't have any time for my business. Like what a limiting belief. What a limiting belief of mine to not have trust in my kids, to not have trust that my kids are so courageous. My kids are so creative. Like I was giving, I wasn't giving them the benefit of the doubt that they would figure out what to do with open hours in the day. And I was also being selfish by telling myself, well, I'm going to be so busy coming up with things for them to do. And all day I'm going to be, you know, coming up with the next best thing and sitting, having to do puzzles and having to do training and blah, blah, like gross. What a selfish, egotistical way of thinking. And I am so grateful to God for breaking that down for me and for showing me how ridiculous that is because my kids, they were like magically transformed. And anyway, I I don't know if that may be the case for you if you choose to employ this, but let me tell you what, within a week, I had different kids, kids that were constantly getting in trouble, three strikes, timeouts, not listening, not listening, always to their little peg chart is up. They're doing good deeds. They're playing kindly and they're not perfect, but I would say we have a 50% improvement in behavior and in listening simply from getting rid of technology. Okay. I mean, holy smokes. And they would play for an hour. I would get more work done. (laughs) It's weird. I was, I'm getting more work done because they're just better at self play and they're looking for ways to entertain themselves And sometimes they'll come to me and be like, oh, hey, mama, you know, and I'll be like, hey, Landon, do you want to color? And I'll get out the coloring stuff for him and I'll, I'll do my work. And I think what's happening is that because he knows there's no alternative, he's choosing to color for longer periods of time. And his attention span is much longer because when we look at technology, it's this constant what's new, what's next. We're looking for instant gratification. It's click, 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 change, change, click, 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 scroll, scroll, scroll versus If I'm coloring and there's no alternative, I'm just going to color. That's why on the weekends when I remove the social media apps, I'm so much more present. There's no alternative. There's no alternative but for me to do the puzzle. There's no alternative but for me to sit and talk to my husband face to face, eye to eye. There is no alternative when I create content. I'm not also scrolling. I'm like, I don't want the back of their mind to be I'm ready to play the phone. I'm ready for that instant gratification. So I think that's what's happened. And so because their attention span is so much bigger, I'm able to get so much more done. It's the most incredible thing. So what I did is I said, okay, guys, you get your hour, but you get it at the end of the day and you have to earn it. You have to earn it. So they have this peg chart and they can do good deeds and their little peg goes up or if they're not listening or they're not being kind, their pegs go down. Okay. And if they have to be up on the peg chart in order, in the middle or up to earn their hour of technology, and they get to choose, what is your hour of technology going to be? And they're so excited. "Mm, I don't know. What should it be? Should I play, should I play um, ABC Mouse? Should I do my coding game? Should I watch The Grinch? Landon loves The Grinch, y'all. You can pretty much bet that he wants to watch The Grinch, (laughs) but I don't care. Whatever they want to do in their hour, they earned it, right? Here's what else they have to do. 
they have to pick up all their toys from the day. Every toy needs to be put away. And guess what? When you're 10 minutes from that hour, so that hour is at about 6 p.m. after dinner, which by the way, they have to have eaten all of their dinner, or at least, you know, until they're full, do eating without getting down and playing is what I'm saying. And then they have to have picked up all their toys. When they're 10 minutes from technology, I'm like, yo, you got 10 minutes before your technology time starts. Let's get our toys up. Let's pick up. Put your dishes in the dish in the sink. Go put your toys away. Put them away there where they belong. Pick up your clothes. Go put it in the dirty clothes. Those kids are moving, mama. <laughs> They're like, bam, 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 bam. Like you want to get your kids to do something? This is it. It's amazing. So then in that last hour, they can pick what they want to do. Well, here's what's been happening. My husband gets home at about 6.30. And when my husband gets home, they don't want technology anymore. They want to wrestle. They want to play. And so the one hour that they are welcome to have, they are welcome to it, they're choosing not to take it. I can't even handle this. This is so crazy. They're not even taking it because they want to play more. They're busy. They're distracted. They're wrestling. They don't even, and then some days they don't even notice. They're like, oh, I didn't do my technology. Like they never, they're not like, oh, mama, I didn't take my technology. And they're crying. They're like, they don't even notice they didn't take their technology. That's how meaningless it was. It was meaningless to them once they, once we stopped doing it. And so this, I'm bringing up to you guys because I have seen so much change in my kids. I would so greatly encourage you to try this. And maybe you already don't use technology, but if you're listening to this episode and especially this far in, you probably do. You're probably me. And you probably are trying to run a business and a household and make lunches and make dinner and all the things. I know all the things, but here's another secret. Our kids, they depend on us. We are the ones that are responsible for creating little kingdom soldiers for Jesus. Yes. Little kingdom soldiers for Jesus don't sit with their face in technology for four hours a day. They are kind, they are present, they are intentional, they are helping mama make dinner. They're helping mama clean up dinner. They're doing good deeds. They're playing outside in the fresh air. They're helping me do laundry. They're cleaning up their toys at the end of the day. They are being good citizens. They are being good human beings. And I think that I can teach them more in one day without technology than I could have taught them in a year with four hours of technology a day. And it was me. It was my fault, but I give myself grace for that because I'm doing the best I can because I'm learning every day. I'm growing in God every day and I'm asking him every day to break down the pieces of me that are weak, to make me a better mother, to make me a better wife, to make me a better servant for all of you, to make me, to make me a soldier for Jesus, to give me the words, to give me the behavior changes, to give me the answers And so I know there are things I'm going to continue to learn about myself that need to be changed, but I'm okay with that because, because God, because nothing is ever too late to be changed. There is no behavior on the planet that he can't transform. There is no problem that you're facing as a mother or in your business or as a spouse or as a friend that God can't gift you an answer for. And I want you to remember that all that matters is today. Like I can't go back three years 
And I think also technology just becomes more prevalent as you allow yourself to get lost in it. Like three years ago, I didn't have an addiction to social media and have to delete the apps every single weekend. It grew to that place. My kids didn't start with, you know, too much technology. It grew. I started with you know, 30 minutes and then an hour and then an hour and a half and then two hours and then, oh, we got a switch. So now we need to play the switch every night. Like it grew there because I wasn't being mindful in every area of my life and taking inventory of the things that bring God glory. So wherever you sit today, especially in this space of technology for yourself, first and foremost, and also for your children, I want you to take inventory Does it feel good for you? Does it feel good for you and God? Then yes, you go. Does it feel wrong? Does it feel off? Do you feel a bit guilty? Do you feel like it's a bit too much? Pay attention. Don't sweep it under the rug. Make the choice to make the change. Make the choice to make the change. Pray for a solution and then take action to change the behavior. And if you know something's off and you make the behavior, I'm going to bet, I'm willing to bet, you will be pleased with the result. Now, there's always a transition period. Amazingly and mind-blowingly, it was 24 hours for us. I mean, what? For some of you, maybe that transition period's a couple of weeks. But to get to the results that I shared with you in this episode, would you not be willing to spend a couple of weeks in a transition to fix something that doesn't feel right to your heart? I hope so. I hope so. Because our kids deserve... They deserve present mindful mamas. They deserve for us to set our phone down and intentionally look in their eyes when they speak to us. They deserve dinners without technology. They deserve parents that care, that show them they care, not just tell them they care, but we show them that we care by not multitasking. And they also deserve parents that help them be present because holy smokes, you guys, what's it going to look like in a decade? We have to be the change. You and me, mama. We have to be the change. We don't have to do what everyone else is doing, and nor should we. We have to show our kids what learning through action feels like and looks like. And we have to be willing to be that example. So whatever that feels like for you, whether that be a couple of hours a day, whether that be none at all, I have some clients that don't do technology at all and they love it. I have not I have yet to meet a human being on this planet that said reducing technology was not beneficial. I've not met one person. And I also have a client or I think she's in my student community who told me, "Steph, I'm good with 3 hours a day. My kids love Jesus. They're great kids. I feel so good about the time I spend outside of that time." And I'm like, "Yes. That's great. I don't get to define what's right for you and your kids." But God and you make that choice together. And if you're out of alignment with that, don't let it keep going. Today, today, make the change. Have that conversation with your kids that makes it about their surroundings and why we're making choices like this. And then make it fun. Make the transition fun. And and trust that God will, he's going to, I promise you, he's going to deliver. He's going to deliver. So That's what going down to one hour of screen time has looked like in my house. I'm amazed. I am forever changed. I will not go back. 
I ain't going back there. I'm not going back there. I'm excited that I'm able to be vulnerable with you all without judgment and that you guys send me love and send me, you know, your heart and know that I'm a mess. I'm a mess just as much as we all are and we are all growing. And so I appreciate all of your love and prayers and know that I'm praying for you as well, that you can be the kind of mother that God has called you to be. I pray that God gifts you patience because that's a big one that I'm hearing. I, I pray that God gifts you a heart of service, a heart of patience and gratitude and immense love for those little humans that so fiercely depend on you. I pray that God gives you eyes to see life for them and through them, that you recognize that they are their own person, each of them with special gifts and talents and things that are important to your littles and that you're able to highlight those things and lift them up to glorify them for God. I pray that you find so much happiness in today with your little human beings, whether they be little, medium, or big, that you know they are so incredibly special every day of their life, every year of their life, every phase, every moment that they go through, that you are such an important part of that and you are more impactful to those little people than you know. And I just want you to know you're doing great. God's with you and whatever you need change, whatever you need to change, whatever doesn't feel good, he's going to hold your hand through it. Trust that. Trust that he will sustain you. Just like I read you, 2 Timothy 1.7, for God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Yes, we can do this. We can do this, mama. So I love you. I'm here for you. I am cheering for you fiercely, sending you a huge hug. Let me know what you think about this episode. Shoot me a DM on Instagram. I want to hear. I want to hear if you try this, what is the result? What is the result? Do you notice transformation in yourself and your kids? I want to hear the things you are doing to be a more present, impactful, and mindful mama because I need those tips too. We all do. Slide into my DMs. Say what's up. I will answer you back. I answer every single woman that takes the time to DM me because I, I want you guys to know that each of you matter to me. So I will meet you back here soon. Love ya. As always, love and light, Steph. If you like Mama Saw, leave a review. Plenty peace. Hey mama, real quick before you go. If you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, Take a screenshot for me, post it up in your Instagram stories, and be sure to tag me because together we can empower, educate, and shift the way that mamas look at life because sister friend, we actually can have it all. Let's claim it.